Welcome, Initiates, to Find Your Magic. I'm your host, Archmage Rothi Midran Apkalau, your guide to the esoteric and occult world. Do you believe in magic? Join us to learn more about how you can achieve your divine potential, utilizing the hidden teachings of the ancients and the masters. Find Your Magic is brought to you by InfiniteHumanPotential.org in collaboration with dragon-magic.com. What is magic? Where there are, well, there are many types of magic. There seems to be just as many definitions. We will get into the different types of magic in just a bit. But first, let's define magic. According to Anton LaVey, one of the founding members of the Order of the Golden Dawn, around the 19th century, when magic was at its peak in a rebirth renaissance. He describes magic as the divinity of man in harmony of creation. He is, of course, referring to high magic, and not earth magic or Wiccan or low magic. So what is high magic? High magic relates to working with spirits, entities, deities, and elementals the forces of nature that influence this universe, but reside at a much higher vibration and a higher plane. No type of magic is for everyone, so please, find what works for you. And for some people, there are no types that work for you. But be patient, be persistent, and if you believe in magic and seek to find your magic, have faith and conviction. High magic deals with the forces of nature that are beyond this plane, whereas low magic, or earth magic, which more people are familiar with, deals with the terrestrial forces and earth-based spirits only, those who have passed on before us and those who are still incarnate. Over the course of this podcast, we will be focusing primarily on high magic, not the pagan, Wiccan, druid, and earth magic-based teachings. The reason for this is very simple, because of the fact there are many articles, podcasts, and informations available that focus on earth magic and the Wiccan beliefs, but there are very few that truly seek to initiate one into the practice of high magic. Earth magic and high magic both utilize similar tools and techniques. But the focus and dedication required for high magic is much greater because the forces of the entities you are working with are also much greater. Well, earth magic can safely be practiced most anywhere and by most anyone within reason. High magic should only be proper practiced in a proper ritual space. This can be created in the physical or the astral realm. It is necessary to perform it in a sacred space, which is laid out properly, to ensure the safety of the practitioner and all those involved, as well as to ensure the truthfulness of the spirits and the forces one is working with. The casting of a circle for high magic is similar to that which is done for earth magic. You're all familiar with the pentagram and the four directions by now, I'm fairly certain. It's pretty common knowledge. 
The directions are usually in a different order for high magic, however, and after the circle is cast, an equilateral triangle is projected and cast around the circle. This triangle serves as a secondary barrier, providing protection and ensuring the spirits that are called forth remain truthful. Supporters of this podcast will get a PDF on how to create a sacred circle for free in return for their support. We are working on a full course in magical protection, including ritual and high magic, along with a martial art, which is based in sacred geometry. Higher level sponsors at Acolyte level will receive access to these teachings when they become available. As far as we know, it is the only system of protection and empowerment for the body, mind, and spirit. The name for this art we are calling Xianxia, X-I-A-N-X-I-A. It comes from a type of Japanese literature that is literally translated. The name means the Immortal Knights. It is a system of mystical martial arts combining Eastern and Western teachings in the literature and writings about it. Although they are based in mythology and legend, all legend and mythology, we believe, are based on fact, in some degree. In magic, there are basically two types, as touched on earlier. There's high magic, which deals directly with deities, gods, and higher powers that command our reality, existing on a higher plane. And then there's low magic, or earth magic, which deals with the elemental and terrestrial forces of nature. While there are many different genres of high magic, depending on the spirit and entities one works with, it is recommended that one choose the archetype they are most drawn to and stick with it. The primary archetypes are as follows for high magic. Enochian or angelic magic, perhaps one of the most difficult and complicated. It is very in-depth, very complicated. It has its own language and its own alphabet. It is one of the most difficult, although arguably one of the most powerful types of high magic there are. Next is Hermetic Magic, which is based upon the teachings of Hermes or Toth, and it it connects to the higher mind and to the divine potential of mankind. Our teachings are somewhat based on Hermetic Magic. Goetic Magic is based on the Goetia, or Greater Demons of Hell, first documented in writing by Solomon. It is equally powerful to Enochian or angelic magic and equally difficult and confusing. This, the differences between the two comes down to, very simply, higher versus lower. Do you wish to work with the forces above or the forces below? In the universe, above and below are balanced and equal, so it's really just a matter of perspective. And again, bear in mind that good and evil in the world of magic and in the world of reality is based upon the intent of the practitioner and not the application itself. Magic in and of itself, even black magic, is not good or evil. 
the good and evil is determined by the person or persons who are practicing it and their intent they seek. There is also Kabbalistic magic, which is fairly common, which is based upon the Jewish tree of life, or the Kabbalah, which is the foundation for which the tarot cards are created. Kabbalistic magic is easier to understand than Goetic and Enochian magic, but it is more a self-guided path, because the teachings are more based upon introspection and connection to the, the forces of the universe around us, as defined by the Tree of Life. Another type of magic is dragon magic, which is primarily based upon our own teachings, channeled to us by the dragons who sit on the council of the white dragons and the higher dragons which we work with on the spiritual realm and the Akashic realm, in addition to the astral plane. There are several types of low magic or earth magic, and a few, such as voodoo and santeria, that cross over between the two, working with gods, quote-unquote, but of a lower force and more earth-based terrestrial force than that of the high magic typically works with. For reference sake, here are the primary types of earth magic or lower magic. Wiccan or witchcraft is earth-based magic, working with nature spirits. It is also classified as a religion, because there are doctrines and dogmas and theologies that have been documented and registered as a church. Draconic, not to be confused with dragon magic, is a Wiccan-based low magic drawing its energy from the dragons of the terrestrial realm. Those of you that are at all connected to reality realize that, at this time at least, there are few, if any, dragons that are truly connected to the terrestrial realm, so the credibility of draconic magic is questionable at best. Wiccan goes by a harm-none policy, whereas draconic magic makes no such oath. Druidic or shamanic is an earth-based religion focusing on the spiritual and holistic medicines in addition to the forces of these spirits themselves. Paganism evolved from the early Christian Roman Empire. It is an earth-based religion that originally practiced sacrifices. While there are many of earth-based teachings that are called pagans, the true pagan beliefs is a doctrine unto itself and is almost unheard of and not practiced at this time. There is a Viking-based religion called Asatru, which is one experiences a small rebirth working with earth and nature spirits, the Viking gods, and working with the runes for casting and projecting spells. And in addition to Druidic, which is a shaman-based belief, there is also pure shamanism, which is a nature-based belief working with the spirits directly through vision quests 
and we're primarily it is a Native American or uh, indigenous tribe practice. Although there have been many that are currently working on urban shamanism, which is a modified version of shamanism designed to adapt to today's culture and society. There are many other types of magic as well, but their limited popularity and obscurity in their nature, we will not be addressing them at this time, if ever, because there are way too many types to describe. There are three stages of action required in the creation of magic. Vision. One has to have the ability to gaze into the infinite potential of the universe and channel the inspiration for one's actions. Force. The ability to direct the subtle energies of the universe in order to do one's will. And action. Through the use of physical energy and faith. The ability to transform one's vision into reality. There are, in addition, five principles of creation as related to magic. All is one. The cycle of life's creation is eternal. Every ending is also a beginning. Number two. All is alive and all has energy, which is manifest through the four elements, the higher planes, the astral, and the etheric body, or if you're practicing Eastern medicine, the five elements. Number three. Boundaries and barriers are illusion created by limited faith and vision. Number four. Order is an illusion. All that exists is in a constant state of change and flux. Number five. Reality is a matter of perception. Through directing and controlling your perception, you can direct and alter your reality. Through directing the energies in the three stages of creation in harmony with the five principles of creation, anything is possible. In working with magic and creation, one works with the varied planes of existence. Each of the lower planes is a reflection of the above plane above it. The physical plane being the solidifying of the subtle energies from all of the higher planes. The physical plane, which is the lowest of the planes in the plane we reside on and walk upon, is the visible reality of space, time, energy, and matter. The next plane above the physical plane is the etheric plane, where our aura, the subtle energy of our energetic body, emanates from in the physical world, capable of being seen with the right direction and practice. Next is the astral plane, which is known as the realm of the watering mind, where our consciousness goes when we die, it is believed, is the astral plane. Next, is the mental plane, where our thoughts become consciousness. Above this is the causal plane, the world of light and blessedness, the source of visions and the point of conception of all ideas exists on the causal plane. The buddhic plane is the realm of pure consciousness, 
where man casts off the illusion of self and enters a realization of unity. The spiritual plane is home to ascended consciousness and the divine mind. The divine plane, where one can be open to divine knowledge and the true nature of the universe beyond the illusions of the ego. The logoic plane is where the I am presence exists, where one is in unity with God or the divine forces of creation, by whatever name you choose to call them. The monadic plane is home to the Holy Spirit and the Oversoul, or the Divine Soul of Man, that is eternal and exists forever. In addition to the planes of existence, there are also the elemental forces of nature, going from the most dense to the most subtle, based upon Western teachings. Earth is composed of the plants, animals, etc. in our physical existence, which we can touch and feel. Water is the most next most solid plane, which has weight and density, but is fluidic and adaptable. Air, which is invisible and yet all around us, influencing all that it comes in contact with. Fire which can be a constructive force, providing one with the ability to cook food or stay warm, or a destructive force, such as in a forest fire or a house fire. In all nature, all forces can be constructive or destructive, the same as magic can be used to build or destroy. The intent and the application is what determines the good and evil once again. These four elements compose the four lesser elements. Earth, in magic, is the movement and actions themselves. Water, in magic, is connected to the emotions and feelings we put into our actions. Air are one's words and thoughts which we use to fuel these actions. Fire is the energy and vitality of man in which we use to draw forth the energy to make this magic into reality. Every action, word, and ritual in the practice of magic should work with all four forces, ultimately merging to create the element of spirit, which is composed of the four lesser forces and is transmutable from one state to another. In addition, there are higher, more subtle forces of nature that influence the world around us. Celestial, the realm of the stars and planets, which we will likely look at more in depth later on in the studies of astrology. The astral plane, which we discussed in the planes of existence. The astral is where we go when we do soul travel or astral projection. We will be discussing also the practices of astral projection, lucid dreaming, and soul travel in a future episode. Akashic is the infinite now, free from the limits of time and space. The realm of infinite potential, past, present, and future all existing at once in their moment of creation. Through influencing the Akash, we can undo effects from our past lives generational curses, and even influence and control our future. So let's return to our definition of magic. In our beliefs, 
More accurately stated, magic is the directing of the subtle and terrestrial forces of nature on the various planes of existence in order to direct one's will and influence one's reality. Stay tuned for future episodes of this podcast if you truly wish to connect to your own magic. Find your magic and recreate the world you live in. Welcome, initiates, to Find Your Magic. I'm your host, Archmage Rothi Midran Apkalau, your guide to the esoteric and occult world. Do you believe in magic? Join us to learn more about how you can achieve your divine potential, utilizing the hidden teachings of the ancients and the masters. Find Your Magic is brought to you by InfiniteHumanPotential.org in collaboration with dragon-magic.com.